Listeners are advised, this podcast contains coarse language, themes of an adult nature, and inappropriate thoughts about boy bands. And inappropriate thoughts by boy bands, motherfucker. Hey, we're O-Town, and we're with... I'm with... The Boy Band. Yeah. Zoe Langson. Why have you dragged me here? Yeah. So On basically, my day off. <laughs> we told everyone that we were having a break and we're not having a break, even though we're both in the middle of our busiest time at work. So much has happened. I forced Zoe to come round tonight. So, and I left work early so that we can record and tell you all the shit we've been up to because it's so fucking exciting. I'm saying lots of words. You go. I had two days off. I was really looking forward to just sitting on my fat ass and doing oh. nothing. I was actually going to adventure into unpacking the suitcase that's been in the corner of my room since no, I got back I mean, from tour. Mate, don't, don't, let's not, <laughs> don't be silly. I got we back from tour on May the 11th. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what, what's been happening? A bit of this, bit of that. Mm. What did you want to talk about? Well, first of all, oh my God, there's so much to say. But first of all, Jonas. Yeah. So they're fucking awesome. <laughs> we, as you all know from previous episode, we secured Jonas Brothers tickets to their one-off tiny gig in Kingston, which we still can't quite believe happened. The gig, not the ticket buying. We know we're experts at that. <laughs> and we had a ticket to give away, and we ran a competition on our social media. And, and we picked a name out of a hat. Yeah. And then we got mean, because we are mean girls. <laughs> and instead of just calling or messaging the winner and going, you've won, Let's, we'll meet you, we'll uh, give you your ticket, and then you can fuck off on your own and go inside, we decided to be really fucking evil. So we, I sent the winner, So her name's Darian. Okay. I sent Darian a message going, uh, are you free for a quick phone call? We just, we have to do a tiebreaker on the competition. Yeah, we didn't want her to know that she had won. We wanted yeah, we to wanted get her to reaction, Yeah, we wanted to call a reaction, yeah. So, and this is how that call went down. Hi. Hi, is that Darian? Yes, it is. Hi, how are you? Uh, we're fine, thank you. This is Zoe here, and I'm with Hi. Amy as well. I, I, Amy's here too. Hi. Hi, guys. How are you doing? I'm good for you. I'm so I'm I'm very I'm very scared. Hi. Oh, don't be don't be scared <laughs> at all. It's just us. We're just normal people. You know, just uh, we just have we need to do a quick tiebreaker for the competition. So we've had a few entries, and there's just a quick tiebreaker to go through. So, two questions for you. Sure. The first question is, who yes. is the hottest Jonas brother? Uh, Nick. <laughs> okay. I, I agreed. Is that the one we were fighting over the other day, Amy? Yeah, yeah, he is the one we're fighting over. Okay, so second question for you now is this. Would you like to be our new Jonas bestie and come scream at Nick with us next week? Yes! Oh my God, yes I would! Yes I would! Yes I would! Oh my God, stop! Yes I would! Ok
crying. Thank you so much. Wow. Oh my God. I'm in tears. I didn't mean to tell you to shut up before. Sorry. Y'all are coming. <laughs> <laughs> we tell each other to, to shut up. Thank okay. you so much. Oh, well, you're so welcome. Okay, I'm so to happy you. to do it. Yeah, really looking forward to meeting you. Okay. Brilliant. Thanks, Darian. I'll see you next week. <laughs> see you later. Bye, guys. See you Bye. next week. Bye. Bye. So it's fair to say she was quite excited. <laughs> yes, she was. So we met Darian in the pub beforehand. Yes, we I did, yeah made a valid attempt to get her drunk <laughs> was that supposed to be a valiant attempt <laughs> sorry yes uh, we, we sat in the pub across from the venue watching the queue go down and i got so excited watching how excited everyone in the line going in was well the thing is they've waited 10 years right for because did the i think the jonas brothers broke up six years ago but they hadn't toured for 10 yeah i think that's what the deal was and, and then also they'd had that we're getting back together oh actually no we're not bit as well so there's always that little element of mm. when are they gonna tell us this time yeah. that we're not back together and of course it, they only actually got back together after we did our jonas episode and made you it are more than welcome and so yeah and nobody really thought they were gonna come to the uk so fast nobody thought they were gonna go to kingston prism in kingston <laughs> prism which actually is like prison it is yeah so, so we waited for the line to go down and did. then we made our way in. It was um, a scene of devastation where girls, basically it was general access. So if you were at the front of the line, you were going to get at the front of the stage. Girls had obviously been camping all fucking day. There were pillows discarded. Yeah. There were quilts all over the yeah, place, yeah. umbrellas, half eaten pizzas. <laughs> it was devastation outside. Inside, full of adrenaline, pure excitement. It was and it was catching as well. It was. And all the... Look at Elvis dreaming. All the tall, young fans. We were having this conversation that every generation gets taller. And you know how we feel about tall people at standing gigs. <laughs> so everyone in front of us was really tall. And me and Darian tried to go towards the front. We weren't trying to push in. But I just said to this really tall guy who was like six foot something, you know, if you happen to kneel down, that might be okay. He did not find it funny, Zoe. Yeah, so the generation below it like coming up after us are getting taller but are lacking like have less sense of humor <laughs> wait till they hit 40 and they turn out like <laughs> us and they get mad so so yeah we have to say at this point so darian's is officially our, our jonas bestie yeah we we didn't want to send her off to the gig on our own and be like here's your ticket have fun no well she had to come in with us because yeah. it was our names on the tickets <laughs> so there was but four of us actually us. there was us two your friend ro and Darian so yeah it was great she didn't have to you're right she didn't have to hang out with us but we had a really good time she was such she, wicked fun she made it more exciting yeah I offered Darian a job in the pub <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't known her more than half an hour I was like oh do you want a job <laughs> so before the Jonas Brothers came out you had gone to the toilet and you had passed the wives on the stairs. Yeah, so I noticed Priyanka yeah. coming down. I was actually waiting at the bathroom. I'd been to the bathroom and I was 
at the bar, I thought I'd grab a couple of drinks quickly so mm. that we're all ready for when they come out. Yeah. And as I was at the bar, I noticed Priyanka. So I sent a message going, the wives are on their way. Yeah. And Priyanka came in and the fans just started screaming. And she was great. She held up a cup to everyone and sort of cheersed everyone and then said, okay, turn around and watch the stage. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really cool. And then shortly after that, you arrived back. And once they knew you were in place and ready... <laughs> The Jonas Brothers came out on stage. Who'd have thought? So they were really good as well. They were great. And this is speaking of someone that I don't know a massive amount of Jonas stuff. I've listened to the new stuff, Mm. which I really like. Mm. But And I think you said a couple of days later, it's really strange listening to the old stuff because their voices haven't broken. Oh my God, it's so weird because I am now obsessed with the Jonas Brothers and I was listening to, I put my Alexa on. Oh, she's going to wake up now, isn't she? And I put a Jonas Brothers playlist on and Nick's voice is not broken in a lot of their <laughs> old stuff. It's really weird. And there's a lot of stuff which is with Demi Lovato as mm. well. I don't know if I said that right, but it's, and Miley, and I was like, no, I just want Jonas Brothers, but their new stuff's fucking wicked. Yeah. How many copies of the album have you got? I believe I'm about three (laughs) copies of the album is what I've received. So I have two, they're both just there on the side, unopened, but I have been listening through online channels, but they came out and they did... They, they were on for a good hour, so they were yeah. running late. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there was a curfew at the venue. So everyone was, as it's getting later and later, mm. everyone's panicking because they're not going to meet this curfew. And then everyone's whispering to each other, they've tweeted that the, the curfew's broke. Like, right. they're going to break curfew. So mm. we knew when they came out because it was kind of like, well, if they come out now, we're only getting four songs. Mm. But they were on for a good hour. Yeah. And it was really good fun. Just the hype in that boat. And I, I like. Prism. Prism's a shit venue yeah. for going to see a gig, but it's a great venue for going to see a gig because you're all so close and on top of each other that you can't help. It's just contagious. Yeah. When that club first opened as Oceana, it was incredible. But yeah, now that it's a shitty nightclub, but it is a great small venue. With the venue. same carpet yeah. when it oh, opens. so disgusting. But it was amazing. And their songs are really upbeat and catchy. Their voices are amazing. And the screaming inside. <laughs> the only difference between the screaming at a Jonas Brothers gig and the screaming at Take That gig is that the screaming at a Jonas Brothers gig is higher pitched because the audience <laughs> is younger. <laughs> But they but did. It's really good. So they did the gig, and then we said to Derry, and we would absolutely support her 100% in her fangirling. And being locals, we would shifty her out of the building as fast as possible at the end of the gig and try and get her yeah. down to at least say hi and see them afterwards. So we shifted out of the building. We got down and I knew exactly where the van... Well, you could see the vans, the vans from outside. The out front, right. You There's no back them. door to this venue, so we knew they had to come out the side door. Yeah. <laughs> and as you come out, you kind of hit the crowd and the van... So there was crowd and a barrier and then the vans and then another barrier on the other side, which was empty. So I started doing the, excuse me, I need to get to the bus station. Excuse me, I just want to get to the bus station. While we to, ran out in front of a bus into the street <laughs> and the one way system. Because yeah. knowing, like... As a local, I knew this is the way to the bus station and these people are going to think, well, this 40-year-old woman is just trying to get her bus home from work. Um, 40. 44-year-old. <laughs> they wouldn't know. We know I don't look 44. That's no, true. Uh, but we got Derry in round and at the front of the barrier on the other side while well, everyone else that came out at the same time with yeah. us was in a big throng. And she got close-up Jonas. Yeah, Kevin and Joe came straight past us. Nick and Priyanka got into the car at the back, but they were right, right there. They were... 
almost touching distance. I think my most enjoyable part of the gig was watching Derry and get excited because I remember being that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, in my twenties and that excited about boy bands. There was one moment where you leant over to me and you were like, "Whether or not we like this gig, what we've done tonight is a really good thing." Because she was fucking screaming. Yeah, <laughs> it was so good. So then, they then... they announced during the gig that there was some big news coming. They actually said there's news coming tomorrow, but they lied to us. So it was two days. We knew the announcement was coming. We knew we were probably going to get tour dates. And we did. But we made a pact with Darian that we were now new Jonas besties and that Amy and I are the best ticket bookers in the world ever. Yeah. And we would help her get tickets. Yeah. So what did we do when the tickets went on sale? Well, we pre-ordered the album 65 times, so we got pre-sale <laughs> codes. And then we went in for the pre-sale. Couldn't get anything in the pre-sale because we decided that we were getting standing pit tickets. We didn't want any of this seated bullshit. And they didn't release any, did they, in the first yeah. wave? Well, pre-sale happened in the middle of Donald Trump for me. Yeah. Worst timing ever, Team Jonas. I, you know, sorry guys, you basically shit on my week. I skipped a meeting. <laughs> I went, I'll be in in a minute. And an hour later, the meeting was over and I was still having a look online for but Jonas because, tickets. Yeah, because it was a matter of refresh, refresh, refresh. I was able to pull up a screen and do but we f- we absolutely failed on the first day didn't yeah. we like well no we nothing. didn't fail it was, was there was no, no pit and we were like we're not prepared to pay the money for tickets we don't want let's just wait till yeah. tomorrow so there was another a live nation pre-sale the next yes. day and then zoe was like a little bit shifty we weren't <laughs> we're not going to share our secret on ticket buying but we had a, I had a, a, a sec- back door a secret technique <laughs> yeah a secret but- technique and Zoe was in, got two tickets immediately. We decided buying in batches of two was probably the quickest way. Yeah, and no, it, you're more likely to pull up two tickets yeah. than you are to pull up four tickets. Right. So Zoe got two. We're on our WhatsApp group. and We uh, now have a WhatsApp group with Darian. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's called we Team just, Jonas. <laughs> we just kept going and we were like, don't worry, Zoe, you go back to Trump. We're going to keep trying. And you were going, try this and try that and try this. And we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we got pit right standing tickets. Yeah. So we wanted Darian to get pit right as well. And I was on the phone to a my colleague or a client, I think it was, at the time. And I was still hitting refresh, still hitting refresh. And suddenly these tickets came up and I went completely silent. She's asking me all these questions on the phone. And I just went completely silent and ended up hanging up because I just wanted, <laughs> I just was like, oh my God, I've got them, they're here. And I'm texting the group chat going, oh, I've got, I've got, I'm making no sense whatsoever. <laughs> and eventually, yeah through it went payment went and that was it four tickets bought it's a bit of an anticlimax after it happens isn't it you're <laughs> yeah. like yes that's a sense of achievement it is like, a sense of I've achievement I've done something that there are thousands of people trying to do out there and, and we've smashed it yeah yeah. so now and team I'm with a boy band colon Jonas yeah have got a date in yeah. what's Feb- it February February, is it February? <laughs> I've got no when idea is it? <laughs> between now and whenever it actually is you'll hear us go when is it at least well, 400 f- times in the podcast kn- <laughs> yeah we will <laughs> we also knew the following day that VIP packages were coming out and there was going to be meet and greets and we ummed and ahmed for ages whether to buy them or not and we got straight in on the day and we were like nah it's just they're not our boy band and no and it's a bit much it's a bit much if Darian had wanted to do it and had wanted people to go with her yeah. I'd have probably thought a little bit more about yeah. it but they weren't cheap and no. you didn't really like you got a photo yeah 
I reckon and a laminate and I a reckon bag. We can find another way of getting a photo. <laughs> <laughs> it's worked so far with other boy bands. So that's all our Jonas. Yeah, is. we're going to see the Jonas Brothers in February. Yeah, can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Oh, it's going to be so good. I can't. I'll be forty five by then. Do you think they'll let my walker in? Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe we'll need those seated tickets sometime soon. <laughs> well, I have to say, loving the new Jonas music. Sucker obviously is everywhere, but I really like the song Cool, which yes. you'll see this episode is named after, and so does somebody else we know. Yes, we the much anticipated, long awaited gig that we've been talking about since January mm-hmm. also happens three days ago. Yeah, we went to see O Town finally play at the O2 Academy, and it only occurred to me the other day that. I wonder, I don't even know if they do, the O2 Academy, their second album was called O2, so I wonder if that's why they're always like, we're we're doing the Academy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so we're going to tell you a bit more about O-Town after this. So picture the scene. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in bed, so he's on bed. And every time we pull our microphone closer, we pull the other person's <laughs> microphone away from them. Can you speak and see how it sounds? Yeah, I can have, just have you breathe for you. Okay. So, Amy, O-Town. O-Town. Oh, I feel like God. we've been talking about and building up to O-Town for six months, which we have. Yeah, we have. Technically. And, you know, it's funny because after we saw Jonas, I was like, is this going to happen with every boy band now? Are we going to become obsessed with every boy band that we go to see? And the answer is yes, <laughs> because I didn't think I would love another non-Take That boy band as much as I really loved Jonas. And then we saw O-Town and I was like, oh my God, I love them more than Jonas. Is that possible? It's You're basically now going through all the emotions I went through as a late teen, early 20s mm. boy band fan. That every time I saw a boy band, I was like, oh no, they're the one. Yeah. That's the boy band for me. I love them. Like, I love them. I I actually did do an Insta story where I said, new favourite boy band. And loads of Take, Fat, Take That fans who are friends of mine were like, what? And I was like, no, 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 not, not like, <laughs> not like actual. But... Yeah, I just loved them. I fucking loved them. They were fucking great. It was a really good show as well. It was such a good show. They had really good songs and like classic ones that we knew, but then their new stuff's really current. Yeah, so I had been doing a little bit. I'd watched Making the Band yet again. Yeah. As you do. So I was fully expecting to show up to a room of uh, (laughs) 19-year-olds. Didn't happen. Oh, yeah. We say that to them as well. Oh, we, I don't think it was in the recording. I think it was pre the recording where I said we watched Making the Band and in our minds you guys are all really young and actually you're our age. So, <laughs> But they were great. I Yeah, so I'd watched Making the Band in my build-up but also done a lot of Spotifying the new stuff and yeah. picked my favourite new song but it, I thought it was a bit of a deep cut and they might not do it. Skydive. Yeah. Yeah. They did it, and yeah. I was just grinning inanely. Yeah. In the I same liked... way that I grin inanely when new kids. Yeah, start. yeah. I liked Hello World, which is one of their new ones. Yeah, that's the one with Colton under the charity isn't it? one. Yeah. yeah, I really, really like that. And so, just to talk you through what the... Ade, Ade, yeah, Ade. 
Sunday. Well, I drove down from Cheshire because I'd been at a wedding the day before in Cheshire. So it was a long old start to the day for You've been me. Babysitting at a wedding. <laughs> so babysitting. <laughs> I don't think we can say that on here, but you know. Okay. Well, <laughs> My bad. I don't think that's enough of a clue as to what I was actually doing there. But hey, so drove down, jumped on the train, went into London to meet Zoe. I did a little Insta story from where we were meeting. You know, we're going to London. Zoe, where are we meeting? Where were we meeting, Zoe? Wahlburgers. Of course, Wahlburgers. Yeah. London. It's not, I don't, it's not, now my new hang, it's not my version of the peach pit from Rhino. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> the peach pit. It is, was basically... I had two friends in from California. Yes. And I had completely forgot they were coming. So I hadn't. I, when I have friends over from the States, I normally do a little Zoe tourist trip. Yeah. And they've done two or three of them already. So I'd. And I'd completely forgot they were coming over. So I hadn't planned one. And then I said, I'm in town on Sunday. Are you guys free to meet up? And they were like, yep, absolutely. So I was like, well, let's do Wahlburgers. Because that's it's a how good you know them. You're to, from yeah, the. From Newcastle. Newcast, they're Newcast yeah. fans, yeah. So. And it made sense because we had to meet Ro and her friend Tracy. Mm-hmm. We had to meet up with Michelle and Jen. So it just made sense. Everyone knew where Wahlburgers was. Yeah. And it meant we could... I knew we'd be able to sit there and hang out for a good two or three hours. Yeah. And just chill and catch up with everyone. And It was really cool, but also really weird having like Donnie and Mark on the screens watching us the whole time. <laughs> I was like, stop looking at me, Donnie Wahlberg. Oh, and, and when we were in there, we all noticed this girl having she was taking her picture with the donny poster and we were like oh so we were watching as she took her picture we all clapped her and then she came over and said it was her birthday and she was sending and as it turns out the girl she was there with celebrating her birthday she went i really recognize you to you she was like i think i know you yeah like you're some kind of famous person (laughs) (laughs) no but it was a girl that i'd done a vip with back on the tour in 2014 who i'd kept in touch with on twitter she also works in media so we don't we don't chat every day or anything like that but we will you know a couple of times a year have a how you doing yeah what's up so it was really nice to see her but also really weird not a weird coincidence to find a new kids fan in Wahlburgers. no but somebody that you actually knew yeah who was there on the same day. It wasn't like it was rammed in there. So it was weird for me because there was eight of us and seven of them were new kids fans (laughs) and me. But it's cool. I always really like everyone that we meet. Well, mostly everyone that we meet. And it was great seeing Danielle and Norm meeting them. Mm. Really cool. Really cool. Two of my favourite people in the world, Danielle Oh, they're wicked. Yeah. Oh, she is hysterical. (laughs) I really liked her. She's got really, really good energy. So... So we ate some Wahlburgers and then we hopped on the tube. And the wrong way. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. It was so funny because it was Covent Garden and I don't like lifts and the tube at Covent Garden has got lifts and I certainly don't like London Underground lifts or if you're listening in America, elevators. So I decided to take the stairs. Now I have taken the stairs up in Covent Garden before it's 193 steps and I was like it's going down we're gonna boss this so me and Jen decided to run down the stairs we were like let's see if we can beat them down there we didn't but we got to the bottom and went we don't know which way we're going we didn't know which tube station we were heading for so we were like shit so we're looking for Zoe and Michelle and they're on the opposite platform to where we were there's a tube waiting so we all just leapt on it wrong way so had to get off at the next station and come back. I mean, we've lived in and around London 
pretty much our whole lives. Well, see, where we went wrong here was I um, delegated to Michelle, who gets the tube around London all the time. She commutes (laughs) on the tube and she went, we're going to go here and then we're going to connect, we're going to go here. She was trying to take us to Highbury and Islington, which is fucking miles away from Islington. Oh, for fuck's sake, Michelle. Okay, so we're blaming Michelle. This is Michelle, by the way, who up until a few weeks ago had never had a milkshake or a banana. She's still never had a banana. Okay. Let's move on. This is banana. She would now forever on the podcast be known as Bananas Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) So we got to Islington. We found the venue. We had a small to-do in the queue that we won't talk about. The Germans. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then we went in. Oh, and the security guy who was really really fucking rude he really didn't like me and all you were doing was saying excuse me where's the box office i'm collecting tickets and he was very aggressive back anyway we went in and we the guys came out and sound checked and that was cool and they played a new song off the album and said you can record it but don't share it with anyone because we don't want anyone to hear it it was called off i think that's okay for us to say yeah and And it was really i really really like yeah you were like this would be a really good club track yeah it would not be out of place if you walked into a club and heard that Mm. it would not be out of place you'd be like why are they playing a boy band it just it really sounds clubby and they sounded great they've but, but we know they've got great voices. They That's what they were... 1,200 yeah. whatever people auditioned. And but they not got, only they did they those. sound great. They really looked great. I mean, they are gorgeous. Is this the point in the podcast where you apologise to Trevor? Look, I did mention to Trevor that he might like to take his shirt off. Twice. <laughs> I did say it to him twice. Like, the first time... <laughs> I'm getting a reputation for this. Menacing. Don't you? <laughs> Don't you remember when I told Matt Willis from Busted that he was really hot? Yeah, oh, I'm such a dickhead. Anyway, so they then came out and they decided they needed they were going to do photos next, and they wanted to start a photo line. There was some conversation as to where in the very dark venue was going to be the best spot for the photo line. My suggestion was just ask the venue to switch the lights on. Yeah, where they did not go for that. And then Dan Miller walks over right in front of me and goes, right, the line is starting here. And he's right in front of me. I was like, oh, my God, amazing. So I was first in line. Yes. Which was a little confusion over phones and who was using what and taking pictures. I don't even know where my phone was. I was like, someone will take this fucking picture. (laughs) I believe it was taken on my phone. (laughs) So, yeah. I was trying to take it. Their manager, Matt, who's really, really sweet, was very adamant that he was taking all the pictures oh matt was the best he I did was... want to go dude i'm a photographer but <laughs> if that's his i didn't want to you know step on toes yeah. it'd be like stand aside dude yeah but it was it was weird being first because you don't know what the vibe's gonna be yeah but i didn't need to worry about that because as i walked over towards the guys dan just like opened his arms up he was like we're, we're doing hugs so I was like, I'm not objecting to this. And I've really felt like I needed a hug recently. <laughs> so big hug from him. Is in fact, since the development of our relationship with Darian, all you seem to do is cry about shit. No, I cry about everything anyway. Do you know what it is? Between the two of you, that WhatsApp group is just constant messages from each of you going, no, I'm crying. No, I'm crying. <laughs> Look, it's been a very emotional time for me. Okay, I'm very tired. And take that as finished their tour. We don't need to go into it again. So yeah, they all did hugs and then picture and then off we went and then you were next. Yeah. Hugs. Hugs. 
had a little chat. Actually, I said to Dan, you're my favourite, but don't tell the others. And he immediately turned around and went, I'm her favourite, everyone. Me. <laughs> and I was like, you were not supposed to say that. So, but yeah, it, they were great. Really nice. And my we watched... conversation was mainly insisting on having my hug from Trevor before we took the picture in case they pulled that fast trick of going, okay, off we pop. And I'd be like, I don't get a hug. So I, I made sure I hugged all the way along the line. In my normal, I don't mm-hmm. know what to say, so I'm just going to swear at you all a lot. Mm-hmm. And went in for the picture and I did also did well, my standard, I'm going to stand sideways, so I did. looked the same width as the rest you of you. You looked like you and Eric were a couple the way you were standing <laughs> really? in your picture. Yeah. Yeah. But when you went to hug Trevor, I might have approached from the rear and done a bit of a Trevor sandwich. Oh, yes, I remember that mm. now. We did have mm. a little bit of and a jumpy up and down thing, yeah. Mm. And then somebody else tried to pile in and ended up smacking me in the head, which was not the most fun. Anyway, yeah, it, that was great. We watched everyone else go in for It was a really the... chill meeting it was as really, well because yeah. there was no rushing along. Like, people that came behind us that they obviously knew were allowed to chat. Yeah. There was, there was no, okay, we need to, like, you've all got 10 seconds because we have to get you through because we can open the doors. Yeah. There was none of that no. at all. And they were they had like a boy band playlist going in the venue as <laughs> yeah. well, which was really fitting. Everyone was singing and In Sync's Bye 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 came on. And while Dan was greeting the next person, Jacob, Eric and Trevor were all doing the choreography. <laughs> it was great. I got a tiny bit of it on video. But it, yeah, it was really fun. So so we highly recommend and if you get a chance to, to go along and do an O-Town VIP, definitely do it. Oh, yeah. For the amount that it costs, it's, it's just so good worth fun. It. Yeah, 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 totally. So then they all went backstage and people started getting into the position where they wanted to be and the venue. To be honest, it didn't matter where you were because it was a small venue. Yeah. So there was a good I mean, view. We eventually opted everybody. to go at the back of the venue to watch it because mm. you were still really close. Yeah. And... And then Matt, the guy's manager, came and found us. We'd said hello to him already. So he came and found us because we had agreed that we were going to speak to Jacob. Yeah, I'd been in contact with Matt in the week. Talked him through the podcast, explained who we were and what we do and said, if one of the guys is free to do it, it would be awesome. We'd love to have a chat for the podcast. And he came back and said, I've just asked Jacob. He'll He's up for it. Yeah, he'll speak with you after VIP, come backstage and you can have a chat. So I did all this intensive research specifically on Mr. Jacob Underwood. And then then what happened? (laughs) Very deep and made sure that we had very good questions about him and what he's been up to and and how he feels about boy bands and blah, blah, blah. And then what happened is we went backstage and I'm going to say this is not the first time that I've arranged a... uh, Solo session with a guy and shown up and he's had two mates with him. Well, I'm going to say... This is the first time I've agreed to it. (laughs) (laughs) You dirty bitch. I have to say, Zoe did say to me as we went in, if or before we went in, if they decide that any of the others are going to join Jacob, we're fucked because all of my questions are aimed at Jacob. And I was like, we'll wing it, it'll be fine. So we go backstage and they're all there. So they were all there when we went back. Yeah. And Dan was going out to dinner to meet a friend but we had a really nice little chat with. So we had Jacob and Eric and Trevor. And they all wanted My in. My next husband. Yeah. My first husband. Who, Trevor? Yeah. Oh, he's so nice. Well, I've that's good because that... always had a that... thing for Trevor, though. Yeah, you have. You, I think you mentioned Trevor Pennick in our very first episode oh, of this I? podcast. <laughs> yes, because I had reason to listen to it again this week, uh, which I'll tell you about off air. And... Um, 
Yeah, you do. You mentioned it. You said Trevor Pennant gets in trouble for getting up on the stage at the hard, uh, Planet Hollywood or oh, whatever yeah. it was. So, yes, you've always had a thing for him. I've always been an Ashley Angel slash Dan Miller girl, but... Slut. <laughs> I am a boy band whore. We've, we, 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 we've established that already. Well, it's like someone called you a flipper, didn't they? Which I don't think that's an appropriate word, a flipper. Well, a, I mean... A whore, yes. <laughs> <laughs> someone at work called me a slut this week and I was like, well, I own that shit, so I don't care. But Eric is possibly my new fave. Possibly the nicest man I've ever met. Oh, he's so great. And I've met Donnie Wahlberg. Yes, Oh, he's just, what a lovely guy. He was so engaging and he just really wanted to talk to us. He said, as soon as I found out and I heard about this podcast, I was like, I've got to talk to you because I love people who go out there and chase what they want. Yeah. And it was great to to show up in the room and be, because obviously Jacob knew what we were about. And I did worry for a millisecond that the other two were just kind of like, oh, well, we're joining, we're not doing anything. Mm. Like they actually knew what we were about and what the podcast was about and which which helped the under, them understanding why we were asking the questions that we were asking yeah so and it was a really cracking little interview they're such great guys we um they agreed to do stupid face pictures with us which oh my is... god we haven't shown we haven't put those up yet because yeah, so they'll go up with this episode mm. our stupid face pictures with o-town but we had a cracking little interview and we're both busting for you to hear what went down when we spoke to O-Town before their gig at the O2 in Islington. Here it is. So we are here with O-Town. Yes. Well, yeah, we are. Almost all of O-Town. We've got Eric, Jacob and Trevor here. Hi, guys. How you doing? Hi. Hello. Thanks so much for joining us. Welcome back to London again. Oh my gosh, we love it here. Do you? Absolutely, yeah, we're stoked to see it every year. Did cool. you do a lot of time over here when you were... Um, did, did you do the the Lou Perlman thing where he sent his bands out to Europe? Yeah. No, that we didn't have to live out here like that. No, we because we had the TV show. So yeah. by the time we came out here, uh, the show was airing. But we did spend a good amount of time. We recorded All or Nothing here, which was our biggest song. Yeah, so. it's the one that's been going around in my ears all day today. <laughs> you so. might hear it tonight. Yeah, <gasps> yeah, awesome. I'm terribly excited. It's very possible. Um, so um, congratulations on becoming a new daddy. Thank you very much. How's it going? It's awesome. It's everything that I ever hoped it would be, but she's like, it's scary too, though, at the same time, because you see how she's now a person yeah. that I'm responsible for forever. <laughs> yes. And she's like a little social butterfly. She got Jacob's <laughs> eyes. Or oh, Cam's eyes. <laughs> yeah, she was screwed. She was getting like she doomed eyes. with the blues eye, blue eyes no matter what, because both of us have really blue eyes. Amazing. Your fiance, she's blonde as well. Yeah, so you've got a little... that's right. Blonde yeah, she's a little blonde eyes. baby. It looks like she's got little curly hair, but it's too hard to tell. She's right now still a little toehead. Toehead? She's getting like, yeah, that's what they call them. They just like have barely any hair. <laughs> call them toehead. So she's okay, like just starting to get the hair where we see oh, that blonde, her. strawberry blonde. I'm not really sure what color it's going to be yet. Okay. And did you, you've not brought her out with you, have you? She's she lucky. came to our Nashville show. And then she came to our Texas run and uh, was on set where we shot our two music videos. She's a roadie. She's a roadie, yeah. Cool. Is she good <laughs> She's doing great. But you've left her home now. You don't brought her over to the UK. We were very close to bringing the families out on this trip. Dan brought his family on the last one, so I was going to bring them all. Because we were running around so much, we decided to leave them home. Yeah. Yeah. Is that hard? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're FaceTiming all the time, though. That makes it easier. Trevor, you, you don't have kids, do you? Two no, no children. Still single? Married? Still single. 
Not still, just single. Just, yeah, like, we're just both single as well. It's, yeah. There's nothing yeah, wrong with being single. Yeah, it's, it it's a purpose. great yeah. lifestyle, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, looking back now, and Jacob, for you, with the uh, the eyes and ears of the father of a little baby girl, yeah. was it a little bit wrong that you were the cause of so many teenage girls singing in their bedrooms about liquid dreams? <laughs> uh, I don't don't think that I have it projected to teen years. I'm like, oh my God, she's going to have like, no, she's not going to do that. She's not going <laughs> to get in bands like that. You know what? I think that she, because she grows up backstage and doing all this, she'll probably think that we're all stupid. Mm. She's like, Dad, I'm in like authors. <laughs> yes. Well, you say yes. That. Actually, yeah. dance kids are more like say that. that. They uh, emulate us, and they'll, we rehearse at Dance House in Arizona, and so they, Navy in particular, um, she's the young one, she's the daughter, she loves the performance aspect of, awesome. of humanity. Like, she's like, a, she's a born performer, yeah. and she watches us, she has perfect pitch, we hear her sing, wow. and it's just like, oh my gosh. You know, but it's that same spark that was in that's in her, that was in all of us. Mm. I think when we see her, I know when I see her, I just see like a little piece of like me, like when I was a little kid, that like curiosity of just like what are they doing, and then all this movement and these sounds. And, you know, I think for them, they, they're going to be gravitating. They just came to our San Bernardino show in California, and our motorhome, like the dressing room out yeah. out back, we're all playing soccer with um, Major, his son, and we turned to the motorhome and I see her like standing on the couch looking at herself in the mirror saying something from Frozen like just by giving herself. it her all awesome. by herself nobody's in there she thinks she's all by herself and yeah. I caught her well hey we saw Pretty you cute. guys in the line a minute ago dancing along to Bye 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 so yeah. it's obviously yeah. it's, it's in your blood so uh, Liquid Dreams name checks Destiny's Child Madonna Janet Jackson J-Lo mm -hmm. Cindy Crawford Tyra Banks and Selma Hayek mm -hmm. do you want to update the list for 2019? Oh, there's a big, big update about to happen. Yeah, so you there's guys a big have download about to. Uh, <laughs> <big> <laughs> download. Um, yeah, there's an update. I think you have to throw you on. You said J Law, um, but J Lo's still good. No, J Lo stays. J Lo stays. She, it's weird. It's 20 stays. years later, and she but demands you just, a spot. There. But you just say Jennifer, don't you? So it, yes. it technically could be any American girl it from the, the 80s or 90s because they're never. all called Jennifer. It was always yes, Jennifer. Exactly. <laughs> it was. It was always Jennifer Lopez for us. I think at a time there was a consideration of Jennifer Love Hewitt, but. Yeah. I mean, I think all these chills. J Lo won that battle, right? That, that and you know, battle. I'm sure we would throw in like you know Ariana Grande, probably uh, Selena Gomez, maybe. Uh, <laughs> oh, Eric's not sure. Oh, Eric's not sure. I think everyone has their own, right? So yeah. like you know, Trevor, those I mean, are, those are two you know, huge big stars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I have, I have, I honestly, it's weird. And Beyonce still. And Beyonce still. I just have to think for Kate Beckinsale that I think she just needs to be in there because she's just like. She just doesn't, she's just looking better now. And English. <laughs> How do you think the music scene has changed for boy bands since you started back in 1999? So you were talking about yeah. this, Eric. Well, I mean, there was like, obviously there was a huge stigma back then. Um, again, that's all based on timing. We came out of like hip hop, R&B, Nirvana, and, and the rock phase. And then when we came, um, obviously pop music, I think, is a representation of where the, the country is usually at the time. Um, and there was just a lot of stigma behind like boy bands like lip syncing and they had the, we had the new kids thing that happened on Arsenio Hall back in the day and I don't think any boy band ever really um, recovered like in a sense from that one moment even mm. though they have and they sing live and they they're great um, I think that for some reason always stuck with all the boy bands throughout 
Okay. Even in, and obviously in the UK they do a lot of lip syncing here, right? Mm. So like when they do a live performance, so that was like the big like hit on us at the beginning. I was like, oh, they don't sing live. And when we first got together, we knew that was the rumor. We knew that was sort of like the thing. And we made it a point to like, all right, we're singing live everywhere we go, even when they want us yeah. to, to lip sync. There was an episode, wasn't there, of Making the Band where that had happened and you yeah. went oh, in yeah. and you insisted we on singing. Well, I wouldn't <laughs> say terrible, but it was probably terrible. a learning oh, you, curve. You were, <laughs> you were a work in progress. But you were all picked because you were talented singers and yes. performers. So there was nobody put in just for window dressing. Like, you don't have a no, posh all those voice. things oh, that to... the other guy messed us up. Right. I have to disagree about window dressing. I think they all are adequate window oh, no, dressing. They are absolutely all <laughs> adequate window dressing. It's your other fault. Yes, but not just. I mean, you're all very, very, very nice looking men. Don't oh, get us wrong, you very but much. talented too. Yes, we're aging gracefully. Lots of lotions. <laughs> Lots of exfoliating. Yes. How old are we all in our 40s now? 39. No, 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 no. We're all 39. Oh. oh. Are we all 39? Yeah. Oh, this is okay. So this is a rare time in O Town Land. Like, it only lasts. It only lasts like a little short well, time. This no, is like no, a two, three Dan's, months. Dan's Dan. 38. Dan's. Okay. Yes. So, so three it's weeks only from, between. It's only three weeks. That's why. That's why I was like, wait a yeah, second. It can't right. be that early. Yeah. So Dan turns 39 on the 4th of September, and that's the only time from the 4th to the 23rd that we're all the same age. Amazing. We're all 39, and then I turn 40, 40, and he turns 40. So you're the oldest. I'm the oldest. Yeah. You're the dad. No. <laughs> <laughs> No way! Hard no, hard no. Yeah, I'd gladly not take that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We talk a lot on the podcast about um, how there's a lack of aftercare for boy band members. That after all the hype has died down and and the band is no longer together, that you're often kind of left to your own devices. No one, you know, guiding you. There's no pension. We should have a VA. But that's what we've discussed. We've discussed with a lot of the boy bands we've done in history. So we've done the Bay City Rollers, uh, Bross and LFO. That after it all stops and the record company are no longer interested, that you're kind of left. You don't have a lot of money because the way it's all been set up, it's it favours the record company. Yes, of course. And I know from um, Ashley's. TV program, which was there and back, that mm-hmm. you did a little bit of construction. How how did you find that kind of just being left to it and the well, what do I do now? I haven't got a massive you know piggy bank to fall back on because it wasn't as lucrative as as we expected it to be. In the beginning, it was a breath of fresh air to not have that responsibility to be in the band and have to travel. So all that was fun. Like I, there were things that I felt like I missed out on because my family does construction and works on like I worked on cars for a little time. Corvettes and I was thinking it's like model working on model cars like this is awesome job and I got to do a few little things like that and for a while it was exciting because it was different and I got to stay home but when it came time to say okay now I want to get back in the music business and you start making phone calls and they're like oh we've kind of moved past you and that band or that sound and you're like well I mean I can still do any kind of music but mm. you're you're in that group and you're in that time so you it came later when you're like dang Nobody's picking up the phone like they used to pick up the phone. Like this is, I, I miss the days when people were calling me nonstop, and you're like, oh, my phone just won't stop ringing, and then suddenly you miss it. Um, we, we went to school, we had our own experiences, and then 10 years later to do this now, we've brought those experiences to make it better and be in full control. Mm-hmm. And the good thing now with the where the world is, is that you don't need a huge record label anymore. Right. You, yeah, just, yeah. you know, you can speak to your fans directly through Instagram and yes. Twitter and Facebook, so you don't even... You don't need 
the huge you know mogul of thing anymore. So it was a lot easier for us this time. And like you said, we do everything on our own. Yeah. Our own, so, yeah. A lot of bands are now self-managed and yeah. put their own music out and yeah. have complete control over their image and their music and everything else. So. Well, we talked to Donnie um, when we first got back together and he was really uh, excited about getting us on the road with him and going and doing shows with him, particularly because we decided as a four to create our own narrative. And I think that's the key, right? Like you have to sort of take it upon yourself. And it's hard, because like, it wasn't easy for us. You know, we're all adults at that point. By the time we got back together, Dan already was on his first kid. You know, it's hard to sort of say, hey, us four adults, let's just pick up everything that we have in our lives and like tour the, tour the country. Just tough, you know? But it took a commitment, it took a sacrifice. It was supposed to only be like the first year or two years. And now, you know, fast forward five years, we're still doing it. But that's because we built, we've rebuilt um, a foundation yeah. that now there's no way we can let go of that foundation. Right. Because it's taken so long now to rebuild it. Now it's so strong again. So, um, but yeah, finding that identity and finding the, um, the commitment within the guys to say, okay, we're all going to sacrifice and we're all going to do this for the better of each other. Mm. Um, we're a better band now because of that commitment yeah. um, that we took upon ourselves to make, yeah. not making the band, yes. you know, infringing upon us. Right, and you find that a lot, I think, after reunions. So when Take That came back, they're much, much stronger now, and yeah. other bands that have I'll come back, they're just is it more enjoyable? awesome. They've just finished their UK heard, tour, they're going to Europe. Um, is it more enjoyable now because it's on your own terms? Absolutely. Like you're making all the business decisions for yourself, so? Far more gratifying, yes. 100%. Can we ask you some questions about Lou? Sure. Are you happy to talk about Lou? No okay, problem. Cool. So um, Ashley appeared on Lance's uh, Boy Band Con, mm -hmm. and in that he said that he felt that Lou manipulated his proteges into kind of dubious situations. Did you experience anything like that looking back, or you are you is your attitude kind of like, nah, that wasn't right, that's not true? I don't. I couldn't speak on it being right or true because we didn't experience mm. it. We were on the outside because we had the TV show following us. I mean, we had cameras in our bedroom. We had to ask them to turn the lights off for us. So there was no way that anything weird was happening yeah. while we were around because we were followed. Yeah. I think we were lucky in that sense because a lot of bands said watch out. It wasn't just on the, those terms, but they all had that sixth member clause, if you remember right. talking yeah. about, which we weren't a part of. Uh, and I wish Ashley mentioned that because it kind of sounded like we had the same deal that mm. everybody else did, knowing that he had a terrible deal. Well, we were the only deal that wasn't like that. But you took a long time to sign your contracts, didn't you? We Is got that a lawyer, because you, we had yeah. a show, uh, he couldn't screw us as much as the other bands because we had ABC, MTV, and all these people in the contract too. So yeah. they were like, well, you can't do that, that's not fair. So mm. we, had, we had more people watching out for us than those bands did when they had nobody. But yeah. that being said, there were far more hands reaching into our pockets. Right. Because, because all those companies. conglomerates. <laughs> it was the okay. four biggest conglomerates at the time with MTV, Disney, Viacom, and ABC, yeah. you know, uh, uh, Clive Davis and J Records, and then obviously our management, Luke Roman. Like, we had four major hands sticking in our pockets, and we had to split our money five ways. So, and we never did a stadium tour, we never did an arena tour, mm. um, other than like opening for Britney. Um, but again, we came at a time where like the boy bands sort of were over in the States. Mm, they had already yeah. run their course. You know, we're going into 2002. You know, Justin's already coming out with his solo project at this yeah. point. You know, we, we snuck in there and we're glad we did. And, and because we did, we were able to, you know, put out a song that was quality, a couple of few songs that were quality. We've been able to tour now still off. So we're really grateful, even with all the other nonsense that happened. Yeah. Um, so other than like 
boot camp in you? Did Lou, it sounds like Lou didn't have a lot of to do with the band on a day-to-day basis. It, I mean, from watching the TV show, it, it looks like he just would show up to watch you dance in topless and then... Yeah, so the, the one thing I'm, oh, anyway, yeah. the one thing that we can say is true is he did, and all the bands say, he'd always be like, show me your abs, you need to do more sit-ups. And we're like, yeah, I mean, I guess I do. But. <laughs> to a certain degree, I mean, and that is the product, yes, right? Like, so there's nothing, there's some, he's, he's so totally that, in the right say he did, to say yeah. that. Is it yeah. creepy for an older guy to say that to a couple of younger guys? If he's not putting up thousands of dollars to put you in a boy band and put you out and sell you across the country or across but the world. putting up thousands of pounds of thousands of other people's dollars. That's though. a whole other thing. Too. That's yeah. a whole other thing. We but didn't have idea. no yeah. idea. That but was like, and that was the thing. It was like, the boy band boot camp, like, that was real. And that is what made, that's why Backstreet sounds so good. Yeah. That's yeah. why Insane no, 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 sounds no, 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 and performs so good. That's why, because those hours, I mean, we were there, we put in a lot of time, like eight hours a day. And, and that was really good. I mean, that was good for all the bands. That's yeah, how you yeah. to get us to get us good. Lou was a lot of things. Overambitious was probably one of his main things. And that overambition, a lot of times, creates success. And in his case, it kind of created a duality, right? He created certain success, but then obviously he, at the expense of a bunch of other people um, because of his ambitiousness. But he wanted to have the best boy bands he wanted to put out the best product and he did put up money to make that stuff happen he just wanted it back quick you know <laughs> and no one no one tend, no one really likes that like you know yeah it's just a snaky business move yeah we'll pay you know you want to pay back the loan you know as we start making money we'll start making increments just not like a big lump sum at one point and it felt like i feel like that's what the other bands ended up dealing with from my from me interpreting what they were talking about on the doc. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Five years of reboot. Right, five years of one, off of one. Right. Yeah. But it was a lot of money going into that and before that. So. Um, making the brand itself was kind of really groundbreaking in the terms of reality TV and putting together kind of talent to, to the charts. Do you think now, two decades on, that kind of how do you think that's affected the music charts in general, that there's now this um, bigger influx of those manufactured, oh yeah, manufactured acts that are, that are done for that. Do you think it's affected the quality of music that we're getting? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I feel like what those shows have proven to me and has proven right, proven me right, is that you can't. There's not a star made every year. Right. It's just not. That this, that's you can't just, just go out and keep making stars. You just, it doesn't happen that way. Like a star is a star because he's a star or she's a star, and that's a very rare thing. Mm. Um, there are talented people out there. Yes. yes. To be sure. a superstar right. is a different. You can't just put them on TV and say, "Hey, oh, you won." Yeah, you won the competition, but there's got to be. You got to have like that next level of yeah. stardom, and you don't like he's saying. You can't just every season. You're not just gonna yeah. pick someone. Just like gonna that. And all the different shows, it's like so. There's five, gonna be five new stars every year. It's just hard to do. So the so. quality of music, yeah. yeah, you know. I think we've had some really amazing talents come out of these reality shows, especially in the states. I mean, I think there's been like, I think Kelly Clarkson's now officially a national treasure. If you want to consider that, sure. you know. Um, and I know Carrie Underwood. People love her. Mm-hmm. And there's been some like standouts, and obviously One Direction, Crystal Tree, and Chris yeah, Daugherty, One Direction, and One Direction. Yeah. Well, one Direction didn't win. No, they, they didn't. didn't, win, they didn't right? win. Neither did Fifth <laughs> Harmony. No. Near the Fifth Army. They were in fact, most of the, from the UK ones, the ones that have gone on to be big are the ones that didn't win. That didn't so, win. Ollie Murs came second. So I can't even remember who oh, beat Ollie. Ollie. Yeah, he's yeah. Um, oh, I didn't know he was. I didn't know, I didn't he, was know he was either. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I like him. 
Um, so now that the running of O Town is simplified and smaller, do you have? And you were talking about social media earlier. Do you find that you have more opportunity for your connection with your fans to be deeper than it was back in the absolutely. day? Absolutely. The thing about making the band was we were kind of that before it was that. Yeah. So we were having cameras in our face, and you guys were seeing all that back stuff that everyone now wants yeah. to show everyone on purpose. Right. Back in the day, when we would show up and around any famous people, we were the plague. Because we'd come with all these cameras right. and lights and famous people would be like, get those people away from me. We don't want to be on that TV show. Now, if you walk around with cameras anywhere, famous people are like, oh, what's up? Oh, what do you guys, oh, you guys shooting a show? Oh, you know what I mean? So it was like, it was really weird. We, were, we started that off. And so for us to start that way, it kind of was like as Instagram and the internet social media kind of came, it just was like the natural flow for us. It's something we were already used to. It was like, yeah. and, but now the, the connection, obviously being able to contact and yeah. Specifically, one on one is amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's you get so much done. Yes. You know, I mean, you can't answer everyone. You know, no. but but it's it's really it's a really cool thing to be able and to like. Oh you man, can, I got like this. you say, speak directly yeah, to them without yeah. anyone else yeah. editing you or twisting and, your and words. It's good that they can ask us questions right. directly. It's like no, back in the day, you'd have to like send fan mail or call the rec company. Can you have them do that? It's like I mean, girls are like, hey, uh, I have this. Person, can you, you know, do this? And it's like, okay, I'll send you a video. Hey, you know, it's, yeah. like, it's just really, it's just, I love how it Whereas is. Whereas now you get people like Diplo live Instagramming <laughs> Joe Jonas's wedding. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, yeah, I was just at Joe Jonas's wedding. Yeah, right. right. Exactly. Um, so the closest of the fans, did that feed into your Kickstarter for the new album? Did oh, absolutely. So we had an actual label working out of the UK that brought us back here and got the band back together and working. Uh, we did my 2K tour with um, 98 Degrees. So when that was done and a record deal was done, we were like, well, do we want to do another record? And at that point, we had seen fans follow us the entire country. We kind of like had been asking them, do they want to hear new music? And they were all about supporting it. We let them know, we're, there's no label. This would be maybe a Kickstarter. And they kind of put that idea in our ear. So lo and behold, we thought if we we're going to do new music, it's going to be up to them. So we put a price of what we knew we could do the album at, and they funded it in seven hours. Amazing. I thought we were going to have the whole month of like promoting and trying to reach the goal. And that day, I'm like, well, crap, now i got to get right to work <laughs> on how to get this album. That's my I guess social we gotta media write some plan. Songs. Right. I mean, that's incredible. It did happen support. really well. That's amazing. And we heard the new song off yeah. earlier. It is awesome. Yeah. Thank you very and much. And the album's going to be out. Probably I August, think early August, August. I think either the Maybe last week of July or first week of August is when we should be working. Um, and O-Town 20th anniversary, which will be this yeah, year, next year? Next year? Right. 2020. Any plans? I'm so happy it's 2020. We got so lucky that it's 2020. So, we don't talk about that number. Dude, I started with new kids, so my numbers. At, I'm at thirty. Yeah, right. oh, you're at thirty. Yeah. That's the same. Thirty. Oh, years. Wow. So, uh, uh, any plans for anything special for the twentieth anniversary? Yeah, we're in talks. I guess we're we gotta figure it out. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're here waiting for you to show us. Well, well there's making so. the band that's like coming up, right? So there's a making the band anniversary. So mm -hmm. hopefully there's something for that. We don't know yet. Okay. But then there's obviously our anniversary, which comes after me. Yes. Because 99 is making the band, but mm -hmm. 2000 is when we were signed. So um, first song, yeah. A couple of couple of anniversary, couple of couple of anniversaries coming up. Songs that are on your personal playlist. Oh. What, what are you listening to at the moment? I'm listening to the entire LSD album, the Labyrinthia Diplo album that just came out. Um, I've been legit, just like 
replaying it over yeah. and over and over again. I think it's a masterful cool. work. Yeah, I love it. I love Labyrinth. I've always been a fan of his. Yeah. Uh, I've been listening to Lizzo. Mm -hmm. <sighs> She's the best. Is that Lizzo B? She's a... Um, I'm gonna shock you guys with this one. Jonas Brothers, cool. I love it. Oh my god. Yes. We went to see them. So the weirdest fucking thing. We when we did our Jonas Brothers episode, we recorded it and at the time they weren't back together. In the time from me driving from Amy's house to home, they fucking reunited. So I get home and I was like, You're not gonna believe this. But they played a gig at a a tiny venue down the road from where we live to promote the album. So we saw them like two weeks ago. Awesome. It's yes. incredible. That song, Cool, off the new album. I think it's great. great. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's great. It's really great. Um, we have a lot of listeners that will, you know, span the generation, so they'll be new to O-Town. Other than the songs that, you know, everyone knows, All or Nothing, Liquid Dreams, what O-Town deep cut would you suggest they start off at? Like, there's one song that's just an album track or something that they wouldn't listen to what one would you each recommend um, go for this you're gonna love it it's my favorite i enjoy of our songs yeah i think buried alive has been one for me off of the lines and circles record i i really wanted to do that song because we had not had a, an acoustic just acapella type or just harmonies and, and acoustic guitar and i thought for us to be able to do that live which we do it quite a bit um would be just another element to our show and i why that, that's a great song Cool. For me, it's Lines of Circles. I felt like uh, uh, it was a song I got a chance to write, and I wrote it. Every line was based on something that was happening in our lives when we were out of the band. So every, and I wrote it in a very vague way so that I think people can relate to it in their own way. But I knew with the road that each one of us took to get to where we ended up together, um, there needed to be a song that represented that, and um, I'm just glad I got an opportunity to put it down and have them record it and, and like, you know, just have it done, you know. I, for so long we were doing songs that weren't um, reflective of, like, our lives, and we had so much life that we had just lived. I thought it was really important to sort of touch on that, touch on those moments, and I think that song for me just does that. Uh, I like either Lion Circles or I Won't Lose. That's a good one. Um, yeah. I Won't Lose is like one of those under the radar, we don't really sing it anymore, but it's just a beautiful, well-written love song that's like, if anyone, if you just direct someone to it, just say, here, just listen to this song. I'm not going to tell you who it is, take a listen. I think it would like, hit a string for everyone. You're quite a romantic soul, aren't you, Trevor? I'm a, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a, uh, what do you call it? A hopeless romantic. Oh, that's sweet. I always wanted the, the, the love story and, the, you know, it'll happen one day, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and last one quickly greatest boy band ever. Hotel. Hotel. <laughs> oh, that's such a good answer. Just said you can't say yourself. Other than yourself. We didn't, we didn't. Oh, that was, that was a unison. That was nice. Should we have harmonized that? <laughs> yeah, seriously. We could have too. <laughs> that's fine. We're sticking with Hotel. Okay. Amazing. Thank, Thank you guys. So Thank much. You, so how was that for you? It was... Uh,
It was amazing. They're such nice guys. They really are. And so eloquent and intelligent and I know that we shouldn't be surprised because obviously are oh, they're, they're very driven ambitious guys but I'm always surprised that they're not just thick thick as shit just nice looking <laughs> yeah. pretty boys they were great and who'd have thought that there's depth to members of boy bands eh? <laughs> <laughs> well definitely us <laughs> but yeah I, I loved it and it was just really great I, I just I just really enjoyed it and I really enjoyed how willing they were to open up and share so much with yeah. us. And give us stuff that I've I've the stuff there that I've definitely not heard them say to people before. And yeah. It's really appreciate we have such a good time chatting with you guys and the gig was awesome. Oh so good. We're gonna throw it together. So we're throwing in our own OTAN Deep Cut. So we're gonna do a mini OTAN Deep Cut playlist. So I want to throw in to what the guys chose. I'm going to put in Skydive because I just love that song so much. It's a great song. Did Trevor sing it? He was singing it. Or he was definitely singing parts of it on the night. I don't know if he sang the whole of it. but And it's anthemic as well. Like when they played how I thought it would be live, it felt different when they did it live. Yeah. I don't know if I was overcome with a little bit of emotion that they were doing it, but mm. it, was, it was very anthemic in that room. Yeah. My, mine is Hello World. The new one, the one we've already spoken about. I just love it. I love it so much. Although I don't think there was a bad song in the whole set. They, they also did a medley of of different songs. So they mashed up, oh, they mashed up loads of stuff, which mm. is all gone out of my head. But it was so good. It was such a good sing-along, high-energy moment. I, in fact, I'm tempted to try and get hold of one of them and get a set list because <laughs> it, was, it was fucking yes. great. And they, they can sing... And we've been to, what did we do? What was our reaction to seeing O-Tan? What did we do when we came home? And what did you do? And I just went, I'm in. So I started looking, (laughs) (laughs) I started looking at other O-Town dates in the US and going, can I go to the US? Can I take the time off? Do I have the funds, which is a definite no, to go to the US and see O-Town and book a VIP for a gig in the US? And so I put on Twitter that I was looking at doing this and Zoe's response was... I'm in. I think you said, on it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, O-Town, new favourite boy band. Oh. Sorry, Gary, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think this is going to happen every time you see a, a boy band? Well, yeah, I, it kind of is looking that way, isn't so, it? So who are you off to see this week? Who am I going to lose oh, you to this week? Backstreet Boys on Tuesday. I really don't think I'm going to lose you to the Backstreet Boys. You're not going to lose me to the Backstreet Boys. I'm going to enjoy that show. And is having... that because of O'Nick? Oh, fucking Nick. Uh, having seen the stage set up and knowing that I'm in that inner pit as well, which it doesn't look like there's a lot of people no. in there. So that's going to be a really amazing experience. And even when you see those artist impressions of them, tend to be less people in than they put in the artist impressions because they have fire safety. Yes. And because it's completely encircled, you obviously have to go under the stage to get out, which means it lessens even more yes. the number of people they can put in there. Exactly. In my experience, from doing the new kids pit on the total package tour. Yeah, exactly right. So, but I'm not doing an MNG. I'm going to have absolutely no time to go and find them or do anything like that. It is going to no, be in no and out for the gig. Pillowcase messages. No, I d- no, I don't have that. Not even for Howie. Mm, oh, maybe for Howie, but I don't have that connection to the Backstreet Boys. I yeah. love the songs, but I don't have that personal link that I have with you know my boys O Town, for instance. <laughs> <laughs> 
so if if you would be looking, not you, Amy, the listener, mm-hmm. uh, O-Town are on the Pop 2000 tour, which is going on through the States throughout the whole of the summer. They've definitely got one coming up in New Jersey. I know they've got some West Coast stuff as well. Yeah, they're in Flint, it's, Michigan. They're at Coachella, not the festival, but yeah, at the town. They, yeah, and, and it's, so it's them and Lance Bass and Ryan Cabrera yeah. and a couple of other people whose names escape me, but... I can highly recommend going to see O-Town. It's I would see them so again in a second. And getting the meet and greet up. Absolutely getting yeah. the meeting up. Just just for the hugs. They, yeah. they all give... Like, they do. And I hate people that go like, oh, you should be a John girl. He gives the best hugs. Because to me, a hug's a hug. Yeah. I mean, I know I give fucking awesome hugs because my theory with hugs is never be the first one to let go. <laughs> That's why anyone hugs me, we can be there like five minutes. Well, I'm there going, two arms. You know when people just throw one arm around you? I don't oh, want no fucking one arm bullshit. they not even put an arm around you. They just pat your back. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. I want two arms. I want two arms around me pulling me in. It's, it's not even a hug, is it? It's a full-on embrace. Yes. I want my boobies squashed against their pecs. That's what I want. <laughs> so go embrace O-Town. We highly recommend it. Great. So there has been... Yet another newcomer to what I am now calling the Boy Band Podcast Collective. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, this We put this out on Instagram this week. How, how, Who would have thought in January when we started this podcast that we would have started the trend? It's a movement, Amy. It's, it's a, a movement. movement. <laughs> so not content with our new best friends at Girl You Alone. We've also got the Jonas podcast. Yes, Team Jonas. There's two Jonas podcasts. I've only had a chance to listen to one yet, which is uh, Team Jonas. Mm-hmm. And then this week I found a podcast that's called New Pod on the Block. Yeah. And it's two guys. Oh, I can't wait to listen. I haven't listened yet. They're so. really good fun. Okay. They, they, they have a narrower window of boy bands than we do. Okay. So we do all boy bands. Theirs is kind of 80s, 90s, a little bit into 2000s. They count one direction. At, mm. So, But it's good fun. Completely different to what we're doing. Okay. They did their own version of Making the Band, where they picked the five best members to form the ultimate... Like, oh, the, we've done that. Yeah, we did it drunk. Yeah, I'm we not did. not sure <laughs> this is good. This was actually had structure to it. Yeah, okay. They had a system. Well, the girls... Their system are, uh, wasn't, wasn't based on how much vodka they'd had. <laughs> the girls at um, Girl, Were You Alone have said that they're in for drunk episodes, so maybe we can recreate that okay. at some point in the future. I mean, they but, might just want... the their boy band just to be all members of NSYNC I think we act, I think they might actually have said that <laughs> I picked Justin Joey oh and Joey Fatone he's copied us as well he's followed in our footsteps yeah some people are calling us um podcast mentors oh. but Joey Fatone and his mate Joe two someone? cups of Joe there we go they yeah I think his co-host is called Joe Mulvahey is it was he his I'm manager? sure Christine and Ashley are going to correct it they'll be in our Instagram they'll be sliding into our DMs <laughs> on Instagram to correct us immediately yeah. along with all those other boy band members in our DMs <laughs> <laughs> we said we weren't going to talk no, about shush. that no shush let's move on I so mention that okay <laughs> And then we also need to mention that we promised you, we promised our Patreon supporters merch. And I've been working on it. Yeah. So our little, our Instagram post this week, which was welcoming New Pod on the Block aboard to the Boy Band Podcast Collective, came with some little graphics of what the uh, Boy Band buttons are going to look like. Mm. Well, we call them badges in the UK, right? Yeah. Buttons. Buttons. Yeah. So you, everyone, all our patrons. If I think it's the ten dollar 
and over. Who qualify for merch. Elvis is desperate to get in the room. <laughs> we can scratching. hear him scratching at the door. <laughs> so $10 and over. I will order the stuff when I get home tonight. I think I'm going to yeah, do it cool. actually now because we, Amy and I had a little discussion about the wording on one of them. Mm. So we'll order those up tonight. You will all get an email from me saying, excuse me, what's your address? Yes, we didn't ask for your addresses. We were too worried about GDPR. <laughs> and now we can't send you your merch <laughs> so you'll get a little email from me saying can I get your address please I'm going to send you out some merch but thank you to everyone no matter what tier of sponsorship you come in at because every dollar does make a difference it to really us does. so yeah. our OTAN experience wouldn't have happened yeah. without our the podcast sponsors yeah thank so, you guys it really means everything to yeah. us and, and also our, our chat with Mark from Colour me, Colour me bad. bad only happened because we were able to buy a specialist program for taping his call. Yeah, right. So it's all the little things really, really do count towards it. Yeah. You can find us at www.patreon.com forward slash boyband. There's lots of different tiers. Anyone that sponsors us over $10 a month will get the little badge pack. And I will pop a picture on Instagram as soon as that's available so you all know what's coming. And I've also got another special enamel badge that I'm working on which doesn't come as part of that it's because I have yet another new initiative Amy for Mm, us mm -hmm. it is gonna be called the boy band protection league love it it's for people that are like us and Mm -hmm. believe that all boy bands should be defended at any given opportunity If someone starts to belittle you for liking boy bands, go someone starts yourself. to laugh at you. Does it say go fuck yourself on it? No. Oh, for fuck's sake. I None couldn't... of my ideas are ever taken on board. <laughs> <laughs> it says, it's a badge that says Boy Band Protection League founding member. Oh, I love that. So yeah. that will go out. I don't know, I've not decided who would distribute them. It'll be limited edition because I don't have enough funds in the Patreon account yeah. to get more than about 50 of them. Okay. Well, as long as I have one and yeah. you have one, that's the way. I mean, <laughs> they won't the... be numbered. We can number on the back with like a biro. No, no, we won't do that. But yeah, thank you. We're literally blown away by the support we've had on this podcast. We fucking love doing it. And actually, listening back to early episodes, like I said, I was listening to our first episode the other day, and it was dreadful, really. But <laughs> so, first of all, thanks for sticking with us. But I really feel like our friendship has grown as well and I feel like we've we're in our groove we have so much fucking fun doing the podcast going to the gigs meeting people at the gigs so many people at O-Town that were like oh we listen to the podcast yes yes it's wicked we love it thank you because you guys really really help us and you're the ones that make these kinds of things happen so we really appreciate you thank you we also love chatting to you all on um our social media yeah so that's I wait, it's one of the first things I check when I, it used to be I'd wake up in the morning and check my own social media mm. and then be like, oh, I wonder if anyone's tweeted us. Yeah. And now I have our, my phone set to that I'm with the boy band stuff all the time. So well, that's the first thing I see. I've been fucking pulled back onto fucking Facebook. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what's happened to me. So you can find us if you're coming along and have a chat and a play with us. We're on Instagram at I'm with the boy band. Twitter, we are the boy band pod. You can email, email, email us, email, email, please email us. You can email us at theboybandpod at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, sadly. Okay, I admit, Facebook is a good place for conversation. Yeah. That's it. And interaction. And people, so many people are 
flagging up boy band stuff to us in the group to make sure they that are. we're aware of it. Yeah. So it's definitely good fun. I'm just checking our notes to see if we had any other stuff we had to talk about. I think that's everything. So surprise, here's an awesome surprise episode that's probably oh, going to yeah, be one of my faves. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're away. We're, we don't know when this episode's going to come out. So it might be weeks after we saw O-Town. It might be ages after I've seen the Backstreet Boys. We just don't know, but it's it's coming. You're Well, it's come. You're listening to it. <laughs> so have fun with the Royals this week. I can, as someone that's just spent... Uh, nightmare week doing royals i yeah. can uh, not highly recommend it at all i've got the royal family and um i can't wait to get back to my boy band life <laughs> and oh two more tracks we've got to add two tracks to oh, yes the ultimate boy band playlist let's That's, take a quick break yeah. and we'll throw that in So we're back to bring you this week's contribution to the Ultimate Boy Band playlist. We ended off last week with my song, which was Poison by Belle with DeVoe. Yes. And I want to do the follow-up. I've got a feeling for what the track should be next. Can we shake it up and have me go first? Okay, yeah, sure, why not? So I think the perfect boy band song to follow up Poison has got to be and new boy band bestie. Oh, what, the two girls in... Um... No. Oh. Sorry, no. no. Uh, it's Colour Me Bad, our new boy band bestie, Mark Caldron. Oh, Mark, yes. So, and it can only be I Want to Sex You Up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's a great track, and since we did that interview with Mark, I've been speaking to a lot of my fangirl friends and say or actually just speaking to a lot of people and saying do you um know who color me bad are and they're like mm, yeah mate tonight and i go do you know the song i wanna sex you everyone's like yes 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 i know that song yes i'm like well they did that and you're so, like my new best friend yeah <laughs> oh he's the best do you know what i've been watching as well so i have been watching the u.s version of Totally Boy Band. What? So, so there's an American version of Totally Boy Band, which is called Mission Man Band. We've mentioned this in a previous episode. Was it in yeah. the LFO episode? Possibly. Yeah, yeah. Because... Um, was Rich involved? Yes. I need to see this. It was Rich. It was Chris Kirkpatrick. <gasps> it was Brian Abrams from Colour Me Bad. And... Ooh. Rich Cronin and... There was four of them. Who was the fourth? Jesus. Anyway. It wasn't Jesus. <laughs> he wasn't in a boy band. <laughs> well, who knows? He might have been. Why can I not remember? It's really good anyway. Where so, do I watch this, please? I found it on YouTube. I'll send you a link. So oh, yes. I found it on YouTube. Yeah. So yeah, but you see in that, so Brian, I mean, it's a, it's a, again, it's a boy band thing. I think a lot of, even with our boy bands, a lot of them had alcohol or drug problems mm-hmm. post boy band. Well, even in, during boy band. Yeah, so Brian really did. And there's a lot of that in in the Mission Man Band oh, episodes great, where you see them put into together. Is it a whole series on YouTube? Uh, well, do you know what? I keep falling asleep. So I've played, I've, I've, I've definitely done four or five episodes, mm. but I do it when I'm in bed. So I keep falling asleep. Whether or not YouTube... Is that so you dream about boy bands? Because <laughs> no, I dream about boy bands most nights. I get to watch TV. I'm like, I've got 10 minutes before I'm going to sleep. Let's yeah. see what I can squeeze in here. Okay. So... Yeah, it may be that YouTube has played me the entire series several times. I don't really know. Mm. It's often quite interesting to go back and watch your history on YouTube from where you've fallen asleep <laughs> to see, see what's played gone you. into your head while The other been. thing I found, so one of the new kids on the block fans on the UK group a few weeks back, 
I'm trying to find the UK version, which is called Totally Boy Band, mm-hmm. which had Danny in it, Dane, Jimmy. Yes. So, and it's, it's you can't get it. It's not on YouTube. Yeah. You can't get it. So there's, we have a thing here called the British Film Institute have a film and TV archive. Um, almost all production companies, whatever they make, they'll put into that. So you can apply to go in mm. and view something in the archive, not been submitted. It's not there. MTV don't allow access to their archives unless you're within the industry. MTV? So I couldn't get into MTV to view it. And I found someone on the news, a girl called Wendy on the Nucas on the Block UK Facebook group who has got it. She's going to burn us off a DVD so we can actually do the wow. Upper Street episode. Yes, Wendy, you fucking legend. Yes. I was so, about to start I was about to start a campaign for uh, anyone who works at MTV to get in touch, but we don't need them. We've got Wendy. Yeah. So that's my song for that I want to great, set you up. Great. Well, I would like following on from our we need to talk about Brian episode a couple of weeks back. I think the perfect song to follow that would be a 17 deep 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 down it's just a great it's a really chilled fun funky not funky just i think it will follow your song well yeah i want to sex you up deep (laughs) (laughs) basically sending subliminal messages in our playlist yeah that's right it's definitely got so many good tracks so there's so much stuff you could have put in there yeah and i've absolutely no doubt they will i mean with an unwritten agreement that we won't repeat boy bands too much until we've gone through a good stock of boy bands because oh, yeah. we both basically just want to keep doing take that new on the block every week yeah but i feel that e17 is going to be another one where their tracks are going to come up quite often mm. so much good stuff mm. house of love absolutely my vibe i love it's great it's just a yeah it's like every boy band song that you love it takes you somewhere else it gets you in the gut and yeah, yeah. it's brilliant so that's the latest two songs. You can go and find it at Spotify. Yeah, so it's Spotify, I'm with a band. I think if you go in Spotify now and just search Boy Band Playlist, we come up anyway. <laughs> but I'll throw a link up on Twitter and in the Facebook. It's going to be the same link every week. We're just adding to that one. Yeah. We're adding our two tracks per week to that one playlist. And we have also got coming up. I don't know when we're going to throw these in. We have some guest contributions towards oh. the Ultimate Boy Band Playlist. Cool. I don't know who they are. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, that's it for today. We don't know when we'll be back, but we'll do our best. I'm sure Amy will drag me on a day off to come to her house again. She's fucking going to America in a few days. (laughs) I don't know how that's going to happen. Maybe we'll have another on the road episode. Who knows? Okay, yeah, or just a a catchy up phone call. Yeah, cool. A catchy uppy. Okay, so. Thanks for listening. Love you all. Bye! Our theme tune is Dance With You by Fire and Lights from the Songs About a Girl trilogy by Chris Russell. Visit songsaboutagirl.com and thanks this week go to... O-Town. It's got to be. They're fucking great. O-Town, you're awesome. And Matt, thank you. Oh.